and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, an Oakland native, and a Groundhog stan. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold tales, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 today in 1887 groundhog day was celebrated for the first time in punxsutawney pennsylvania the man behind the day was a newspaper editor named climber freyas He got together with the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club and some local businessmen to make the day a local event instead of just an interesting piece of lore. February 2nd didn't start out as a holiday for groundhog lovers. Since it's midway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, it's been celebrated by many cultures for generations as a day of changing seasons and the passage of time. For instance, Celtic culture celebrates it as a pagan festival, welcoming the spring. In Germany, the holiday became somewhat of a precursor to Groundhog Day, proclaiming that it would be a sunny spring only if badgers saw their own shadows. When German immigrants settled in Pennsylvania in the 18th and 19th centuries, talk of the tradition came with them. The first official celebration was today, February 2nd in 1887. Freyas, the Groundhog Club, and the businessmen hiked to a site called Gobbler's Knob. The first groundhog was an unlucky one. He saw a shadow, and it was a long winter. If the groundhog sees a shadow, it's going to be a longer winter, and if he doesn't, spring is coming sooner. Today, the Groundhog Day festivities in Punxsutawney are controlled by a group called the Inner Circle. Sounds ominous. The members of the Inner Circle wear top hats and narrate the ceremony in the Pennsylvania Dutch dialect. And they speak to the groundhog in Groundhogese. Thousands of people watch the ceremony every single year. Though it's an awesome tradition, alas, the groundhog isn't actually able to predict the length of winter. Punxsutawney Phil's success rate is only about 40%, though there is another groundhog, Staten Island Chuck, who has been right about 70% of the time. More about him later. Not everyone asks the groundhog whether spring is on its way or not. In Vermilion, Ohio, they ask the woolly bear caterpillar, albeit in a different manner. In Vermilion, if the caterpillars have more orange than black in their coats in the autumn, it means that there will be a mild winter. Every year, 100,000 people attend the woolly bear festival, which began in 1972. There is some science to the coat color of the woolly bear caterpillar, but alas, it is no more predictive than the groundhog. The coat color responds to the heat of the last winter, not of the coming winter. That's something, at least. The holiday Groundhog Day was forever immortalized in the 1993 film Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray. In the film, Murray plays Phil Connors, a weatherman who was presiding over the previously discussed Punxsutawney event. But instead of covering the event and then going on with his normal life, he gets stuck in a time loop and lives the same day, Groundhog Day, of course, over and over and over again. The film combines thinking about the nature of time with trademark Murray slapstick humor, and the movie became a springtime staple. But you have to be careful on Groundhog Day. As New York Mayor Bill de Blasio learned in 2014, it's not all fun and games, and there's a chance of tragedy and danger. 
At the Staten Island Zoo Groundhog Day ceremony in 2014, Bill de Blasio dropped the zoo's groundhog, Charlotte, while holding her up for a ceremony. A zoo spokesman said afterwards that the groundhog's handler may not have placed her firmly enough in the mayor's hands, so his grip may have been not tight enough from the start. Regardless, what happened next is the groundhog squirmed away from the mayor and then fell to the ground and unfortunately perished. So it's debatable if its death was Mary de Blasio's fault or not from the get-go. The groundhog was not the zoo's most famous groundhog, Chuck, with his 70% success rate at predicting the timing of spring, but it was a tragic death nonetheless. The groundhog exhibited no signs of trauma after the incident, but Charlotte died a week after the ceremony in her cage. Charlotte's death was first reported by the New York Post, and the social media response was quick and vicious, condemning Mayor de Blasio, who apparently had not heard about the incident prior to it being printed in the Post. On social media, users posted about the incident with the hashtag GroundHogHazi as a supposed cover-up and speculating about impeaching Bill de Blasio. While these posts were, of course, mostly in jest, it's worth noting that New Yorkers care so much about the welfare of groundhogs. This wasn't the first unfortunate run-in between a groundhog and a New York City mayor. In 2009, Staten Island Chuck bit Michael Bloomberg during the ceremony. The moral of the story? Be careful with groundhogs, but enjoy the holiday. Today, in 2019, Marshmello played a concert that set new standards for the intersection of the world of music and the world of gaming. He performed a virtual concert inside the online game Fortnite. The virtual concert was seen and played by about 10.7 million gamers, which set a record for numbers of people playing Fortnite all at once. And in the following week, Marshmello's YouTube views grew by more than 100 million. Marshmello was rigged into a body motion suit that cast his movements onto the screen of the game. He played two virtual sets. The reason it was so groundbreaking was that it was the first time a concert had been fully integrated into a video game. Since then, it's happened multiple times with other artists like Travis Scott, and most recently, Lil Nas X within Roblox. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to go into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a February 2nd in my life. So I have a video here from February 2nd, 2017. I guess I didn't do anything the year before because there's literally nothing for 2016. But I have a video of me and my friend Ellie dancing. And we were, I believe this was a song by... One Republic, we were dancing to Secrets, and it was part of my dance class's curriculum for the day was to make and improvise choreography to Secrets by One Republic. So I have a video of us doing that. I can't, obviously, because this is a podcast, show you what that is, but I'm surprised by how elegant we actually look. I remember my teacher was very... um very impressed by our work. So, you know, if, if you didn't know that, I have dance training in the past... Uh, now I just use it for TikTok, which is really great use of my time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yep. Anyways, thank you for going back in time with me. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna... Teach your stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough